Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Elite, your one-stop podcast for the Elite Ice Hockey League. Domestic matters may have been resolved, but now Elite is going international as we start to look ahead to Great Britain's Men's World Championship campaign starting soon in Nottingham. The squad have just got together for the warm-up games against Latvia and Hungary, and we're already finding out what's going on as Guildford Flames and GBD man Ben O'Connor joined us to bring us up to date. Ben also covered Guildford season and, for the first time ever on Elite, answered some of your questions too. This is Elite. Welcome, Ben. Good to see you um, here on Elite. Domestic season over. Attention now turns to international matters and uh, Great Britain duty lies ahead. So tell us about the excitement of being picked for GB and being involved with the squad. It must still be palpable after all these years. It is. And you know what? I was speaking to someone about this earlier. Is The older you, you get, you appreciate it more. And, uh, you know, no one's made the team yet. There's, uh, there's 32 of us here at camp, so... The coaching staff have still got some decisions to make. And I think, you know, maybe in years past, they've gone that they were pretty easy decisions. But, you know, we've got a very good team, very deep team, very fast team. So, um, you know, and the added pressure that it's on home soil. So there's uh, going to be some some good, tough decisions to make from the coaching staff. But everyone's excited, you know, when you get all the, the national team together. It's uh, it's good banter. It's a good, good chat in the dressing room. And, relive the season and what's happened, who made who angry and uh, and go from there. And of course, before you start at the World Championships, you've got the double headers, uh, sort of warm-up games with Latvia and then Hungary um, coming up at the weekend and then into next week as well. So, you know, both sides are going to be involved in the top group. What expectations have you got from those games looking ahead? Well, exactly. They're both in pool A now and they're both very good teams. And uh, for us, it's just making sure our game's at that speed, making sure that, you know, the, the last couple of years we've been playing at pool A, we keep that speed uh, within this division. I think we saw it uh, in February, um, again, in those games against um, those teams that our speed was really punishable and, uh, you know, that we really were a step ahead with our speed and the way we played. So it's just making sure we carry that into this tournament and those games against Latvia and Hungary are going to be huge for us, getting ready, preparation. You know, it's making sure everything's ironed out systems-wise and lines-wise and for the coach and staff to have a look at players. 
So what's it like to meet up with the GB boys again? A lot of whom you've played against most of the season. You've been knocking limps at each other as the, as the season's gone on. So what's it like when you all get together again? It's just that, you know, you have a laugh about it. You know, I was talking to Matthew Myers um, today and we ran into each other last week and we're like, did that hurt as much as it hurt me? And, you know, you just have a laugh about it. You know, we're all pretty professional enough to know that whatever happens in the domestic teams, it's once you come to the way with GB, you can have a laugh about it. There's no, nothing gets carried over. Um, so, no, it's it's good fun. And, you know, some guys stir the pot just to get it going a little bit more than other, others. But, no, it's it's always good fun. You mentioned the, those games in February, the Euro Hockey Challenge games that you played, and you've mentioned a little bit about where you, you feel you, you could um, improve as well. But what did that do for the preparation again, coming into what's going to be a big couple of weeks for you guys? Oh, massively. Anytime you can get together with a national team's huge, you know, um, and it's great that we're doing that now, uh, getting together as a team, playing together. Just so when you come together uh, for the World Championships or the Olympic qualifiers, you're more familiar with line mates, teammates, systems, what the coaching staff are asking, what they want to see from us as a team. So, you know, even though it's just a short period, uh, just that, um, you know, five, six days, it goes a long way. And I think we'll see uh, see that, you know, coming into these games against Latvia and Hungary and onto the tournament. I'm curious to know about the arrangements when it comes to you know you guys when it comes to sharing rooms. Do they, do they mix? Do the guys mix everybody up, or do you tend to go with your your club mates or guys that you've you've played with in the past? In your case, obviously being Guildford, I'm thinking Robert Lakovitz, or is it the sort of you've been stuck with somebody else? Craig, I can't tell you all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, how it works is you know guys are with you know completely different what you think you know Jono and uh, Matthew Myers have roomed together since day one of GB so they've stayed together me and Dowdy have always roomed together since day one at GB we always room together no matter where you're playing Mark Richardson and Davey Phillips they're always together they've always roomed together so uh, Andy Buxton and, and the staff they know who guys room with who and um, and the new guys get slotted in around that. But, you know, the guys that have been on the team a while, we were pretty regimented of, you know, I sleep with Dowdy. No, I don't sleep with Dowdy. I room with Dowdy. And, <laughs> Thought it was getting an exclusive there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I room with Dowdy. And that's just always where it always has been. And, uh, you know, same with a lot of other guys. that you, they just the same guys. It's just habit. Uh, some guys do play on the same team. And you know, it's just you're familiar with them. So it, it's good. Now, I've got to ask you while I've got you, Ben, obviously the first game of the World Championships is against Korea, and I think everybody will remember that moment from eight years ago when you played against Korea, that penalty shot. Um, if you've not seen it, yeah. check it out on YouTube. Still fantastic to watch even now. Is that something we might get to see recreated? Have you thought about doing it again at any point? Uh, no, I, I felt like it was a, a thing that I just did once and it worked, so I don't want to try it again in case it doesn't. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, you know, when you're young and you you maybe a little bit dumber and got a lot more courage and uh, you know you try those things and luckily it went in and we won the game. But you know the the overall thing is we didn't get promotion that year, which is which is uh, it was a tough pill to swallow. But in hindsight, I think uh, it was good preparation not getting um, promoted from there. You know, it taught us a lot. And uh, you know, going back to that penalty shot, no, hopefully we won't need penalty shots or anything like that against Korea, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's fun to watch and fun to show the kids. That's for sure. Definitely was. Just going back to that, if you you've probably said this in, in interviews in the past as well. Did you decide you were going to do it beforehand, or is it just instinctive as you started taking the penalty shot that you were going to do it? 
yeah, it was something I practiced uh, all the time, you know, and it's one thing doing it in practice than to do it in a game. But uh, that year when I was practicing it with Sheffield, I never got chosen to take a penalty shot. Um, and, you know, when I did it in practice, it would work a lot of the time. So um, when Pete told me, and I just, I knew that, so that's what I was going to do. I mean, you see penalty shots that people come down and they don't even hit in the net or they just put it straight into the goal. It was really predictable. I thought, you know, at least it's something that he's never seen before. I mean, you know, the fact that you've got to come in backwards and you, the puck, he's got to respect the puck and you move it so quick. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was it was lucky, uh, I guess, lucky. And it went in and that was, you know, the main thing, I guess. And just a final one on GB. Chuck Weber is back with the team just now. He's helping out. Adam Keith's staying home just now because of his uh, his wife's pregnancy. She's quite uh, far on, from what I understand. Chuck's yeah. worked with the team before. Will it good to have a different voice back in the room again as you prepare for these games coming up? Yeah, I mean, Chuck's well-respected. He's a very good coach and he knows his hockey. And, uh, you know, we, we saw him today for the first time. And uh, the joke, well, you know, he's really improved since the last time I saw you. Um, <laughs> so, you know, he's he's a big supporter of GB hockey and, and what we've done and accomplished. And, you know, he's he's kept on tabs on boys, like the boys that he coached before and, in the league and you know he's a hockey guy he gets it and you know for, to have his experience and his knowledge to, to come in and help Corey and Pete is uh, is fantastic so yeah it's going to be fun working with him again and and uh, hopefully we can uh, get the job done So let's talk about the season now in many ways such a good season for, for Guilford Flames you, you went there last year finishing second in the league um, did so so well to run Belfast all the way to the, the final weekend of the season but when you but when you look back, that's got to be tinged with disappointment in the end that you did come up short in the end. How do you sum up the campaign? Are you more a positive or a negative outlook on it as you look back? Well, it's been a little time since it's digested. And, you know, if you ask me that night or the day after, or a couple of days after, it would be a disappointment. You know, we didn't come away with a trophy. And, um, you know, we were right there up until the semifinals and it was Belfast again that knocked us out. And, you know, in the league, we were right there. Uh, until the last uh, last weekend of the season. And, you know, I think if you would have asked the coaching staff and the fans, this was the season that Guildford would have had, I think they would have snatched your arm off. Um, you know, as a player, you never play to, to just finish second or to be nearly there. Um, so it was disappointing. But I think there's a lot of um, strides that Guildford took as a, as a club, as an organisation, that you know, in the right direction of you know, the players they brought in and, and the way that they're doing things off the ice for the players traveling up to Scotland the day before a game uh, is massive. You know, it's a long old journey. So, uh, you know, just little things like that, the, the professionalism um, that they're bringing in is is fantastic. So being in, in an organization that you get the backing from, from the owners, uh, you know, and the staff is fantastic, knowing that they want to better the club and, and take things forward. Um, so it's exciting. And you know what, there's, I'm sure there'll be, better again next year um, the way that this was a stepping stone and it's not going to be a Leicester a one-off they want to progress on that and and, uh, and and take things further so I guess time will tell but they've got very good intentions of, of keeping that ball rolling Mother's Day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile from timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones Blue Nile has something she'll adore Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. 
For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. You, you led me nicely on to my next question about, you know, looking back, it's a campaign you can learn a lot from, put things right for, for going again next year as well. And, you know, you, you've been around a while, Ben. You can help with that if you're going to be involved. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's still early days. We don't know what's happening and, and things of that nature. I'm just more focused on GB right now. But again, I mean, like I said, it's it's a lot of positives to take away from it. And I think now the dust has settled on, you know, the, the players and, and the coaching staff and management. I think they will look uh, at this year as a success, you know. Um, I know going into the season that we want to win every trophy. Every team does. But realistically, that was our goal is to win a trophy. And we did do that. But like I said, the flip side, there's a lot of things that they'll be happy with. And I think hopefully they can take that forward next year. And I hope to be a part of that. Um, but again, I think as a club, they're really going in the right direction. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see them right up there again next year. So is it fair to say you think, Guilford, given what you've just said about the club, not only what they do on the ice, but off the ice, that they're close to maybe getting that first bit of silver where the strides they've taken in the last six years since they joined the league? Oh, massively, massively. I mean, you look at the personnel that they're recruiting and the players, uh, a lot of players that, you know, teams might have maybe overlooked and, um, you know, and I think Paul does his homework very well and he gets the best out of players. Uh, personally, I mean, it was one of my best seasons that I've ever had in the Elite League and it's just having a coach that knows my game inside out um, and giving me that leash at times. And, you know, he's, I really felt really comfortable, uh, comfortable and confident um, playing for him and he's, the boys do as well everyone has uh, the utmost respect for, for Paul and Hemmer Andrew Hemmings and uh, he's a players coach and they want to win not for one another but for him too um, so you uh, you do really go out the way to do that little bit extra There was a lot of impressive players in that locker room last year guys like yeah. Daniel Tedesco and Ryan Tate especially stood out certainly in my mind uh, looking back on Guildford last year, they've really made their mark. So what was it like playing alongside those guys and seeing what they could do firsthand? Oh, fantastic. Again, I know those are two guys that te- other teams had overlooked and uh, passed up on. So uh, the- it was nice to have them on our team because, you know, they're two fantastic players. I mean, playing with with uh, Tater, he's so fast. And no matter where you are on the ice, I just tell him to go and he can retrieve a puck, he can take off and, you know, arguably one of the fastest guys in the league. So to have him on your team as a weapon is, uh, is again, really, really useful. Uh, Tedesco, great guy and unbelievable skill. Some of the best hands that I've played with pro, for sure. Uh, his vision, his his skill is just, you know, unbelievable. And you see these guys day in, day out on practice, but when they do it in a game, it is something really special. And, of course, we'll be playing against uh, Tedesco and he'll be playing for Italy. So we've been jarring back and forth, sending text messages. So it'll be fun to uh, to play against him. I was going to ask you that, actually, if that had cropped up at, up all, at all. I knew he was uh, likely to be involved with, with Italy. What's it been like between you two? Has it been ongoing for a while or has it just really ramped up in the last few days? 
Yeah, no, he's you know he's a fantastic guy, and uh, uh, that's another thing about Guildford. There's everyone in that dressing room who's a, a good person, and that really helps. You go to the rink every day, and you're surrounded by good people. Uh, everyone's happy. Everyone can't wait to get to the rink. So that was the fun part. But no, going back to Teddy, he's uh, yeah, you know, well we'll see, we'll see on the ice. This you know, just the standard banter, and you know, I want him to do well. He's a great person, a great player. But when we play against each other, it'll be all business and. You know, hopefully I can line him up just so I can get some bragging rights over him. So for the first time on Elite, we actually asked uh, some people for some questions for you. Any fans that, that maybe wanted to know anything about you or, or what's going on with you? Um, they all came through the Twitter account at underscore Elite IH. We'll get the most popular question out of the way, and I suspect I already know what you'll say to this. Uh, Howard Walkington, Ben Blackwell and James Cump are all asking what your plans are for next season, and would you like to stay on with the Flames? Yeah, again, um, I, I love my time in Guildford. Uh, I think everyone I spoke to, fans and, and people around, and that's not just the PR answer I did. I loved it down there. It was fantastic uh, on the ice, off the ice, uh, the way you get treated by the club, uh, just every, everything about it. Just, you know, you're in a good environment with good people and you're going to succeed when you're in that type of place. And, you know, obviously Paul's got a lot of tough, tough decisions and uh, obviously with the import level going up and my age going up, it's... Uh, I don't know what direction it's going to go in. And uh, we basically just left it as uh, a focus on GB and uh, we'll touch base, uh, you know, once all this uh, is all over with. So, uh, again, I was happy with my time there and um, hopefully I can come back. But, again, it's, uh, it's up to the organisation what direction they want to go in and, and if I'm a part of that. Uh, at Tops234, asking about the CHL rejection, as he calls it. Have you won the league? Um, the Spectrum was not deemed suitable for, for CHL hockey because of their standards. He's keen to know what the feel was in the changing room uh, when that came out, that was announced. Yeah, obviously um, a little bit confusing. as you know, I've heard through the club and other people around the club that they weren't even contacted. So not even to give uh, the club a chance to rectify anything or uh, play out of a different venue. I know when we went to Frolander, we didn't even play out of their proper rink. We played out of their practice rink. So, you know, it wasn't even even mentioned. Now, obviously, that's all hindsight because we didn't win the league, so it doesn't have to don't have to worry about that. Um, but I'm I'm understanding from obviously years past that Guildford should be in the Continental Cup. I don't know if that's confirmed or or whatnot, but I know the rules from last year were. The runners up in the league got the continental spot. So, you know, if that's the case again, then that's huge for Guildford. You know, six years in the league and they're, they're in Europe, and that's that's massive for the club and and massive for and a, a big a big boost for the club as well. That's something to be proud of. EIHL lists they call themselves on Twitter. Who's the best and worst golfer on the Flames team and in GB hockey? So more of those secrets. Oh. Ben, what you got? <laughs> so. I organized the golf day just throughout the year, you know, you'd get some team building and, and things like that. So I would organize the golf day and, uh, and the worst golfer, it was definitely Ryan Tate. I, I've never seen anyone hit a ball backwards. It was unbelievable. Uh, it, but it was good sport. He was good, not bad on the putting, you know, he had good hands, but hitting a ball, it was painful to watch. Um, and the best golfer, Ian McNulty, uh, that, that was on our team in Guildford anyway. Him and Tony Ricklinger were scratch golfers. They were very good. Um, GB, uh, Polini is a very good golfer. I think they're off scratch. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of good golfers. I don't know. 
bad golfers because they just don't play. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but no, we've got a lot of golf guys that, you know, Dowdy, Lacko, Ollie. If you want to see anyone hit a ball far, you just ask Ollie to tee it up and he can hit it miles. It's uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch. But no, there's a lot of good golfers. So it's, in the summers, we get uh, get a couple of rounds in together. Yeah, it's good fun. It's amazing the amount of players that I've spoken to through the years who are all keen golfers as well. They like to yeah. get themselves out and about. Obviously, being in Scotland, St Andrews is a, f- a favourite place to, to visit for a lot yeah. of them as well. Uh, yeah. An elite league wide golf tournament that could be interesting. Yeah, seriously, that would <laughs> that would be really fun. You'd have a lot of boys partaking, that's for sure. Definitely. Uh, James Comper again asking favourite moment of your season this year. There's been a lot of good moments. Um, I think just the way that we played uh, as a collective, um, it was something to be proud of, you know, speaking to other people around the league, coaches, and just, you know, getting that recognition from some of the top teams, players, saying, you boys are really, you know, and and that was something to be proud of. Um, You know, I think another thing is we didn't drop a point in Scotland all year. I think that's something to be proud of. It's, It's a tough place to go and play with the travel and, again, good teams and, you know, there's not many teams that don't drop points and, um, you know, going into those bonds is, is tough. Um, and there's so many good good moments, you know, obviously not lifting a trophy, it, it hurts, but there's a lot of individual uh, performances throughout the team that you can pick. You know, Tedesco was fantastic. You know, he was lights out for his all year. Ferguson, Tate, Lalonde. You know, our, our goalie duo um, was, was fantastic for us all year. You know, a lot of good players. Um, I think, you know, going into big arenas um, where maybe in teams past struggled to win um, on a regular basis, we did that. And I think, you know, our downfall was our home form, which had never been a thing that Guildford struggled with in the past. Um, so we were really good on the road in the big arenas, but would struggle at home. Um, so hopefully in the future that can be rectified. But uh, yeah, I think overall, it's, there's a lot of moments um, that can be looked back on from players, fans, management that were very successful. Last one from the fans, Tom Hutchinson. How many times did you make use of the best leisure for cent- best leisure centre facilities in the league? I'm not sure that's official, but uh, Tom Tom seems to give that a, a high branding. Well, I don't know. We've got everything there. We've got rock climbing, squash courts, dance halls. Gymnasiums, swimming pools, diving boards, uh, play areas. Yeah, there's a lot. So when my kids come down to visit, it was straight after practice. We'd be in the swimming pool, or we'd be doing something, or we'd be on the ice skating. We'd be, you know. So it was it was really good fun. The girls when they come down and visit, they loved it. Uh, right, Daddy, come on, let's go swimming. And <laughs> you're straight <laughs> off the ice into the swimming bath, or you know something. But no, you know what, everyone you know uh, kind of pokes fun at the spectrum. But as a home player, you love it. You know, every player loves the home rink and it's not easy for other teams to come into. It's a nice big, big wide rink and lots of room. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely fun to play there as a home player. Not so much. I remember coming there as an away player and I hated it. <laughs> when you practice there every day, you, you, you know, you love it and you know, that's your home and it's fun to, to welcome these big arena teams into the spectrum. And um, you know, it's just nice being a little club that plays out of a leisure center and it's, uh, you know, up there. So it's fun. Hey, what it's missing a shopping centre. I could catch on. <laughs> I could catch on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. 
So before we go, Ben, going back to GB briefly, you've had a taste of life at the top level. You've pitted yourself against some real good players um, from, from all these fantastic countries. What would it mean to be back there again if GB were to be successful in Nottingham in a couple of weeks? It'd mean everything. You know, it'd, uh, it'd show uh, a lot of people, a lot of doubters of the hockey world that it wasn't just a one and done. Now I know we're up there for a couple of years and there was no relegation due to the COVID, etc. But you know, uh, I think we're, we're we're ready to show that we should be there. And, you know, there were a lot of boys talking today that looking back at the last game that we got relegated, we should have won that game. And, you know, they, we, had, we had the opportunities, you know, even not just that game, but throughout the tournament, we, we played very well. And, um, you know, we want to be, we want to be back there. Everyone wants to play at the top. Everyone wants to play against the world's best, the NHLers, the big boys, the team, you know, it, it's just, it's different level. And um, you want to be there and you want to do that for yourself, for the team, uh, for your country. And also that next generation coming through saying this is what's possible, you know. Um, so given that belief is this is what you can do. And, you know, I think, you know, the way that <clears throat> the team's looking, the, I think, we, you know, we've it's in our destiny and we've just got to work hard, stay committed. And I think you know, we've got a very good shot getting back up. That's all for this episode of Elite, and thanks to Ben O'Connor for joining us. We'll get more from the GB squad going forward, and if you haven't caught it yet, Chris Ellis joined us to look back on the playoff weekend on our Monday review. That's available to download right now. Tickets are available for the warm-up games against Latvia this Saturday at the Motor Point Arena in Nottingham, a 7 o'clock face-off for that one, and on Sunday at the Sky Dome in Coventry, 5.30 start for that one too. All fixtures and ticket info for the warm-up games and the forthcoming World Championship campaign can be found by visiting the Ice Hockey UK website. As for us, follow us on Twitter at underscore Elite IH and like Elite Podcast on Facebook. Also, subscribe and download now from your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Amazon and Apple, and new episodes will drop as and when they're ready. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back soon for another episode. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now. Podcast Network.